0: Shield your delicate sensibilities. This has explicit fucking content.
1: Hi, I'm Angela, and I have over 30 years experience in the adult entertainment industry. And I'm Jordana, and I lost my virginity to a dude
0: with a micropenis. Drift
2: bear.
1: Let's talk about some sex
0: news. All right, so... Looks like there's some monkeypox spreading and it's not actually an STI, but it is going around at a rave where there was some skin to skin contact and they're saying, and they're saying that there is a vaccine. They have a monkeypox vaccine? Yes. Tell me about it. The one that is already developed has a lot of side effects to it. Okay. So they're making a better one. But right now it is available for all of the people who have been exposed through close contact or who are vulnerable. Okay. And when it first started coming out, they were saying it was men who have sex with men, but it looks like it's, it was like maybe at two raves. Interesting. That has caused it to spread worldwide <laughs> and uh, it looks like it was all a originating at these two raves and where were the raves i think in europe somewhere yeah i had there was a
1: lot of gyrating there right (laughs) i had heard that there was a confirmed case in in florida this the cdc reached out to me because of my medical licensing in in florida and they were talking about the monkey pox and the confirmed case in uh, probably broward county Wow, it sounds like you really got the inside scoop <laughs> here. The
0: scoop. So, what did they say when they reached out? Uh,
1: Basically, what we've already talked about. Well, they didn't say anything about the vaccine. Just that there were uh, there was uh, now a confirmed case in Florida and Broward County. They were still talking about the link between possible link between sexual contact between men. That
0: was all. Well, I guess that we'll uh, hear more in the coming months. Yeah. It is strange the way this is spreading because mostly it was always heard about in certain countries in Africa mm-hmm. and
1: Western countries, it was unheard of. Yeah. I know that it's not something that we've seen in the past and that the incidences is usually revolved around, like you said, you know, being in certain places and then also like contact with animals that were infected. Correct. Hmm. what they have at this rave exactly? I don't, monkeys. Were they, <laughs> they in animals? <laughs> I don't know what they were doing.
0: Oh, sorry. That's country for wallow. <laughs> Waller and animals. (laughs) Waller and all right. So let's ask Angela a question about the industry, specifically when you were a stripper. Did that have an impact on your level of desire for sex?
1: I feel like I sound like such a hoe if I say no, but no, I I don't. I don't think that. I hear a lot about girls now. They're in the industry and they have such a negative view of men because of what they see in the industry. Um, just, you know, the customers and the way that they behave and the things that they do, it affects their view of men in general. And it just never had that effect on me. I don't know why, but I always had a pretty high sex track. Maybe it's one of those things where it's a different time now. Perhaps. I don't I don't know. I, I know that even back, back then, there were girls that I worked with that just didn't want to have anything to do with with a man or a man because of uncomfortable situations that they had been in at the club or the ways that men spoke to them. and Don't get me wrong. I mean, the guys in the club, they can be just awful. So it definitely, I mean, I could, I can see that it makes sense. Um, it just didn't have that effect on me for whatever reason. Oh, I
0: get it. I feel like in general, we are all holding men to a higher standard now too than we used to. I agree. And we should. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Now for the stunning conclusion of our conversation with Sh- Angela, I got a
2: question for you. I love a good question. So I know that you've done all the levels. So would you say that working in this industry has like changed
1: how you look and approach your decisions in life now? You know that I've been working in the, well, I worked in the clubs from the time I was 18 until the time I was like 40 something. So my whole adult life was spent in the clubs. I, I feel like I grew up in them to an extent because I was still a baby when I was 18. I thought I knew things, but I didn't know things. I do believe that because I kind of grew up with this mindset that I adopted from being in the industry, that it has a huge impact on how I look at the world, how I deal with problems, the way that I see things. So yeah, I definitely think that being a part of the industry for a long time has has shaped my whole life. It's a we- it's- it's weird now to be out of it. It was part of my life for so long. And that's why we're here.
2: What about you as a strip club enthusiast? Because you've never worked in the strip club. And now, you know, you're getting to know Angela and like knowing her background story. All of that stuff. Has your perception of the behind the scenes of the strip club changed as far as what's presented
0: face-wise? I spent a lot of time in strip clubs when I was in college before I turned 21. Angela's club, I didn't have to be 21 to get into and I lived right by it. So that's actually how we like we met. Yep. I was in there a lot. I saw a lot of things there. I saw how the girls seemed to be judged. The women and girls seemed to be be judged by men a lot and I think my perception of men has evolved over time to realize that the way they see women has nothing to do with me and I cannot think about that. I think that that's probably a a big thing that that has changed the way I think about things. Yeah
2: I will say a controversial thing kind of affected me was the whole thing with Trump getting caught on tape, having locker room talk and it's kind of like dang I as much. Much as it sucks, I see both sides of the coin because of working in the industry. Like, yeah, sometimes some guys say some raunchy stuff when it's just them and their boys and they think nobody is listening, and it sucks. But it's like, can you fault somebody for venting and having a conversation with their friends when think about how many inappropriate conversations you've had with your friends when you thought nobody was listening? So
1: everything that comes out of my mouth is inappropriate. Like I don't. I don't know how to have an appropriate conversation ever in my life. I've learned that from, you know, my new job. Every time I open my mouth, something ridiculous comes out. And everybody I work with looks at me like I'm insane. And I don't even know where these things come from. Nobody thought I was weird when I worked in the clubs. Now (laughs) everybody thinks I'm weird. We all were the same. Like, we all all have inappropriate jokes. Like, we probably crack the
2: most inappropriate jokes in the club.
0: Maybe the difference is he was joking about sexually assaulting someone, and then there's all of these allegations that he actually does those things. Yeah. I think that's the difference. It's a big difference.
2: Oh yeah, it's a big difference. It's definitely a big difference. Thank you for correcting my correlation, (laughs) because I'm sitting here like, man, I have heard some guys say some crazy stuff. Like, imagine being on stage, butthole naked, and the guy is literally telling you, like, you got a fat pussy. Like,
0: thanks? Does that make you uncomfortable, or are you okay with it?
2: It just... it depends on what mood I'm in. A lot of times I'm okay with it because realistically, that's what they paid to come in there to see. They paid to come in there and see you butthole naked. Now just make it entertaining, make your butthole breathe or something. Like I also have like a good dark sense of humor. I know good and dark, same sentence, but I'm able to make it a joke. Like, yeah, it's a Garfield. Mm-hmm. It's a fat cat. Like, yeah, I know. I'm with it every day. So now what? Yep, it sure is. I sure do. Now get Give me your money. And like, if they just look in like, no, don't just compliment me. Like if you want to compliment me, give me money along with the word. That's what's important. That's what I'm here for. When I walk into the building, I'm not like who I am outside of the building. So in a way, it's kind of like I've put up all these like personas and I've had a ton of stage names. You use your stage name as a persona. So when you go in there, you're not yourself. You're your alter ego. And sometimes your alter ego gotta put up with some crazy. crazy things being said to you and you gotta like let it roll off your shoulder like pick and choose your battle and then sometimes some people say some disrespectful stuff and I pop right back off at them. Like, I don't have a problem correcting someone when I feel like I'm being disrespected, but hello, if I'm on stage and I'm butthole naked and my legs is open, yes, my vagina is front and center. Give me money. You have no choice but to make a comment about my vagina because it's right there. I understand, like I understand that mindset of it while I'm at work, but when I'm
0: outside of work, mm-mm, no, don't
2: be disrespectful.
0: I mean the money aspect sort of makes it consensual right no it's only
2: consensual if you agree to it being consensual it's some girls that don't want to be talked to in that way and they'll they'll correct somebody in a heartbeat i was asking you personally oh for me personally if i'm not okay with something i'll speak up and say no that ain't that ain't that ain't that like you don't say that you don't say that to nobody and it don't it don't matter how much money somebody got like all money isn't good money right and that Goes inside the club too. Like, yeah, you're there to make money, but you don't got to make everybody's money. All their money ain't good money. You don't got to put up with being disrespected to make money. You don't got to put up with being harassed to make money. You don't have to be assaulted to make money. You set your own boundaries. And if somebody isn't willing to walk that line, cut them off. You can say no to a dance. You can turn somebody down for a dance. And I've done it in the middle of doing dances. I've had somebody get. Too handsy and want to get another dance, and I'm like, no,
1: I feel like that's something that maybe a former manager would preach to you never, never do anything that you're uncomfortable with. And if you're having a problem with a fella during a dance, that you should get up and walk away without Mm -hmm. hitting him. That seems like something that you know you have told me, (laughs) yes, (laughs) that maybe I would say.
2: (laughs) To be honest, I feel like a lot more clubs need to be ran by women and women that have been in the industry at that because they know the industry. they know what the customer likes, how to approach the situation, to defuse a situation a lot of times over a male manager. Sometimes they get a little ego going, who's got the bigger chest, and that actually escalates a situation when someone is drunk. And then a lot of times uh, more female managers will actually listen to the input of the dancers who are actually dealing with these customers in this
1: environment. The whole business is revolving around the entertainers that's what drives the club so not treating them with respect not you know to some degree catering to them makes absolutely no sense they're what the whole business is about the
2: dancers are calvin harris featuring rihanna this is what you came for so why not listen to the main attractions input come on i'm I'm trying to help this ship sail smoother but at the end of the day i'm not the captain of your sinking ship so if your club goes down
0: i'm I'm going to get on this life buoy and hit the next <laughs> Like, Do you have any kind of a 20-year plan? Like you have a lot of great ideas of what a club could be. Have you ever considered opening a club?
2: Um, I don't think I want to open my own club, but I would love to manage a club. I do have a lot of knowledge and that's because I pay attention. So if I want to know something, I don't have a problem asking someone that does know how to go about doing this. I learned a lot from working with Angela as far as like the industry goes and especially getting into like competitions and like the managing of feature entertainers and how that whole side of the industry works and knowing that and then combining, talking to other managers about like how things work at clubs and stuff like that. I don't have a problem asking questions. So I feel like I could take a lot of the knowledge that I've picked up from talking to other managers that I feel run clubs great and actually bring money into the club and actually care about whether or not the dancers make money. I learned a lot from talking to them and I feel like I could really push a club up and then knowing what I know, promoting yourself on social media and how important it is to build a social media page and networking and promoting not just on social media, but actually in person and how cross promotions can work with other clubs in the area to build clientele. I feel like I could really, really launch a club. I think if the opportunity presented itself for me to manage a club, I would definitely take it on. I would take it on full force and let's see what we can do. And if I need help along the way, I don't have a problem asking fellow friends that have done this job to help me along the way. So more clubs should be run by women.
1: Is that your goal then? Dancing has kind of a, a limited time that you can do it. Is becoming a manager your goal when that time has- has come up?
2: Um, I don't think being necessarily a manager of a club is my ultimate goal. I think it'll be super dope to like start a entertainer school where girls who like don't know are considering getting into this industry where they can like tap in and get the real information that needs to be said and things that I feel girls need to know going into this industry because nobody tells you how to hustle. Nobody takes you under your wing when you're in the club, you're literally you sit, you sign the contract with the manager, and then after that you're thrown to the wolves. You literally have to figure out how to talk to customers, what hustle works best for you, like how to approach people. And everybody doesn't have the confidence to go in there and do that on their own without having knowledge about it first. So just kind of like train girls as far as like how to make the best of the industry has how to have the best experience.
1: I feel like having a school not just directed toward entertainers, but hustling in general, because it can apply to so many things. A lot of girls other than nurses, a lot of the girls um, that I've worked with in the past have started doing real estate. They're real estate salespeople. And, and that's a hustle. I mean, you really have to, you know, put yourself out there and tons of other jobs that are similar to that. Um, any kind of a sales job is a hustle. I was
2: about to say, like this job is literally sales. And that's how I always explain to everyone getting into this job what it is. I'll tell you guys my whole little spiel. So a lot of girls don't like to go on stage. They're like, I can't do pole tricks. I don't like being on stage. And I have to tell them like, girl, get good at stage. It don't necessarily mean learning pole tricks. It means being confident, being entertaining. It's how you emote yourself on stage. That is important because stage is your Cindy Crawford meaningful beauty moment. That is your infomercials. And then lap dances and VIP rooms, those are your direct sales. The goal is A B C always be closing. At the end of the day, you're there to make money. You don't get paid by the hour. You get paid based off your sales. So you need to perfect your sales. But also that infomercial adds a little va-va-voom. It's a little razzle-dazzle, if you will, to your direct sales. Some girls aren't good at like face-to-face sales, but they may be good on stage. So their infomercial is going to do the direct
0: selling for them. I don't want to let you go without getting a little bit of dirt. You said you went to some events where there were some porn stars is that correct yeah i
2: went to the exotica expo in 2014
0: no 2013
2: i went to the exotica expo which was a good time who was the biggest uh, asshole and who was the nicest person that you met nicest person hugh hefner he was walking around the convention center like smoking his little pipe but he was really nice he actually stopped and took pictures with everyone that wanted to take pictures with them he gave me a compliment. He told me I look nice. I was like, put me in your magazine. Okay. Uh, the biggest asshole was probably Ron Jeremy. <laughs> like, he, was just, he was just rude. Like... He did, like, his appearances and stuff, but then he would, like, he would, like, dismiss you like you
0: just didn't exist. Girl. What's your dog's name? Baby. Baby's super but, pissed about Ron Jeremy, too. She's like, none of this Ron Jeremy talk. No. <laughs> right. Like,
2: I just didn't like his dismissive attitude. Like, first off, motherfuckers, we are fans. And if it wasn't for us, it would be no you. Be fucking grateful. And you're at an expo where your fans are going to be. How you gonna be dismissive?
1: Was he grody? No. Not to
2: me. I don't think he liked Black girls, but I think that might have been it. Yeah, (laughs) no. Like, Rubber Doll was really nice. Rubber Doll was really nice. And she was entertaining. That was my first time, like, seeing her, like, entertain, like, uh, as far as, like, feature entertainment. She was good. Clubs need
1: to book her. It's really hard to find porn stars that are also good at entertaining on stage. It seems like they... Yes! yes. (laughs) It seems like they can't do both. What was that girl's name? Oh, my gosh. Jenna Hayes. Yeah.
2: She's yeah. She was horrible. She was horrible. Jen Hayes. She is. She is not entertaining on stage. She's not entertaining. And it sucks that like more clubs don't look into booking actual like showgirl features because you're gonna get a good show. You're going to get creme de la creme show costume props like you getting all that with a showgirl entertainer you put a feature entertainer like a porn star entertainer on stage you gonna get party halloween spirit or halloween usa that like pop up during spirit
0: halloween, halloween. or is yeah,
2: you're song. gonna get that cheerleading costume <laughs> with some pigtails and a girl like jumping up and down on stage. That's pretty much all you're gonna get. At least with like a showgirl feature, you're gonna get like some lotion rubbed on her candle wax, pole, might even get like some confetti blasters, excellent costumes that just got pieces that peel off. That's like, ooh, what else is she about to take off? She's taking that off too? Wait, her thong us now you better work girl like you don't get that type of show with showgirl features porn char features they're so boring they are boring to watch i will say if you ever want a good if you want a good feature entertainer there's one right now and she is on a roll winning these competitions her name is Charzan Ooh, she is fire fire entertaining i mean like circus Soleil type of entertainment like if she can, she don't, or if the club got it, she don't hook up silks. She do hoop. She do those cane things with like handstands and she is flexible, flexible and just sexy. She's like, I don't even know where her nationality is. She speaks multiple languages. Like she speaks Spanish farsi like she is like racially ambiguous like she could go for whatever and she fine and she entertaining and she nice she nice sometimes the total package yeah like legit and she smoked good weed (laughs) that's a plus (laughs) Anybody that smoked good weed is all right with me. Anything else that we want to talk about? What I would give advice to new dancers, maybe? Yes. Okay, I always say this and people are always like, what? My favorite saying is, what do you bring to the party? Everyone has a sad backstory. Everybody has been through hardships. They've been through tough times. They're going through tough times currently. When they come into the strip club, they don't want to think about that. And they don't want to hear your negative problems. As dancers, do not vent to customers about the negative crap going on in your life. If you're behind on your rent, they don't care. If you're getting into it with your baby dad, they really don't care. All they care about is what do you bring to the party? Meaning, how are you about to make me forget about my problems? What can you do with your butt cheeks? What is your personality like in an upbeat environment? Like, you have to make them forget what's going on outside. Bring positivity and good times to the party and if it's a slow night create the party then people still gonna have fun if you having fun they gonna have fun bring something great to the party hot dogs soda ash cheeks clapping like bring something positive to the party and on that note we're signing off we love y'all <laughs> thank you for that sage
0: wisdom yeah.
2: <laughs> I try, I try, I just try and uplift any girls. Like any girls in this industry, I try and uplift them. Everyone needs a cheerleader. You gotta believe your own hype. And if you don't believe your own hype, I'ma believe your hype for you. So until you are strong enough to believe it on your own, I'ma be your cheerleader. Let's let's have some positive vibes. It's too many things in life against us. So come together as sisters
1: and make a bag. Where can we find you now, Shayla? Where <laughs> are you working these days? I'm primarily
2: in Cleveland at the Hustler Club. And then I'll be on the road the middle of June until the middle of July. I'll be in Mississippi and in Tampa if you I'll be in Jackson to be specific if you're in Jackson Mississippi you really only got two options of strip clubs so you're gonna see me either way and if you're
1: in Tampa I'll, I'll be at Truth <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us today it was so nice to thank meet you guys
2: for having me it was so nice to meet you too I'm sorry I got to sit
0: down with y'all bye, bye. baby bye Love bye. you. and with that we're, we're here, here if you need to talk, need to talk. did I scream